Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Now, if that doesn't get your motor running, I don't know what gets your motor running. Motors won't be running, though, in the 67th running of the uh, New Zealand Grand Prix because it has been cancelled. Unbelievably, it's been cancelled. The event promoter Speedworks man Jeff Short joins us right now. Hello, Jeffrey. Hi, Stephen. You can't take a trick, can you, at the moment? No, it's it's got its challenges out there for sure. It's... um it's been a tough time for TRS as far as the last couple of years with obviously the border restrictions and obviously they relied very heavily on international drivers. Um, this season was looking like it was going to be a local sort of national um, New Zealand Grand Prix and but we're obviously relying on a, a number of our young drivers in Australia like, like Matt Payne and Callum Hedge and um, there are a few drivers that would have been there from out of Australia, but unfortunately this year, just not to be. Could you see it coming, though? Because last year you guys did such a good job in, in having what I might call celebrity drivers in there. You know, Shane Van Gisbergen winning from pit lane. Murph was out there as well. And, and then you had the locals. Could you see it was going to be tough? Um, look, I guess Nico, who looks after the... the Toyota Racing Series side of it was actually reasonably positive all the way through and um, Australia was probably the big blow um, and, and I know Shane was keen to get back to New Zealand just run with his, with his family and have a holiday and he would have been keen I'm sure to line up again um, it, yeah look it was always going to have its, its challenges and it's challenging to get 15 to 20 Kiwis to, to find the sort of budget required to run one of these cars so so yeah, look, it was always going to be challenging, but it was looking it was looking positive. I didn't get the word until sort of Sunday when Nico gave me a call and sort of said, "Hey, look, we've got some bad news for you. This is this is where we're at, and I think we're going to have to have a call a meeting and make a decision whether we can make it work or not make it work." Can you can you see a light? But we can, but we can see a light at the end of the tunnel, can't we? Oh look, there's some really positive stuff happening around motorsport, and we've certainly. I mean, I guess it's straight on the back of that. I didn't want it all to be about bad news. We're, we're out there promoting events, and, and, and we just get, need to keep on going. So we've announced we we did a, gave it a taste in our first first event out of lockdown in December, and announced the GT grid, and then I think we're potentially going to have 10 to 15 GT3 cars lining up as as the feature. GT category um, for Hampton Downs to replace the Grand Prix race right. um, and to have those sorts of cars alongside of Brabham and it, it, hopefully Murph can be back out there in the Renault and, and all the other exotic cars we've got um, Mustang um, Mustangs and other things that we can put all in together and make something really interesting for people to come and see. Yeah, okay. So what was the day set down for the Grand Prix, mate? Uh, you going to text me. It's, a, it's the weekend of the 13th of... Mate, um, you're the promoter. You've got, to, you've got to know the date. The, 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 the 
second weekend in February, whatever that is, they're all going by so quickly. Uh, yeah, at the no, I understand. We're but down here setting up for Highlands at the moment, but yeah, second weekend in February. Okay, so let's look at some positives though. The GT Championship, right? That's uh, how close are we to that? You you got a full grid, oh, haven't you? Yeah, so we're, we're we're here at Highlands at the moment. So this weekend and next weekend, we're we're here at Highlands, and then we're back at we're at Ruapuna. Um, and we've got 30 GT cars, which are exceptional. We've got anything from Aston Martins to, we've got six or seven McLarens, a whole heap of Porsches. So basically it's a, it's a grid made up of 15, effectively 15 Porsche GT3 cars and um, the GT4 cars. So we've got everything from a McLaren to a Mercedes-Benz that's just landed in the country um, just over a couple of weeks ago. Um, through to some very exotic race cars, Janettas and all sorts, which um, that's the first time probably we've ever seen that sort of a GT grid in the country. Um, and as I say, for the Grand Prix, we're going to line up an open GT grid with all the GT3 cars from around the country. What, um, what, what do you think has been the draw card to, to fill a grid up with 30 cars? Um, I think look, there's a, a number of people, and that's why I say it's not all doom and gloom. There's certainly a number of people out there that, that, that haven't been able to go overseas and spend their money there. So there are a number of GT members that have that have been running around the tracks, and um, certainly if we look at the... I think what New Zealand needed was a quality competition, and we, what we've provided is for exceptionally good events. Um, we've made it that it's compulsory that you've got high-quality um high-quality facilities, hospitality, and competition, and we're giving them um, two hours of racing, there's two 30-minute races, and a one-hour race, which they can either do themselves or they can compete with another driver. So that we've given them some options that, that um, they can go racing, bring in younger drivers along with them, do it with their business partners, or whatever they want to do. It's certainly given, and it's certainly struck a chord, because we, we sold all 30 franchises within 24 hours, so... Um, yeah, very positive from our side of things for that side of the sport. Uh, it is a different level of competition the GT3s run. We're talking individuals that are probably have businesses that can afford to do this. So for me, moving forward, what is there out there for younger drivers to sink their teeth in? Because this 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 whole pandemic has really blunted opportunity, hasn't it? Yeah, look, it has, and I guess um, we've been fortunate. I obviously look after the Twider 86 series, and this year is our best best year by far. We've got 23 drivers lined up this season, but it's not just 23 drivers. It's actually, I, I think we've got some of the best, if not the best, young talent that's coming through motorsport in the country racing in the series. And when you've got people like um, Simon Evans, who's obviously been a gold star, champion um, staying in there to want to win because obviously the winner of our series and actually um, the winner of our series wins a test to go test with triple eight in a supercar so um, it's certainly drawn some very good competition so some of the other classes are very very strong we're still seeing Mazda racing in other classes I guess the, the hard part right at the moment is what's the next step for a young Kiwi like 86 I think is the premium competition um, Form Ford's making a comeback, which is good to see. Um, the young drivers coming through, but look like where do they go next at the moment? Unfortunately, it's Australia. We need a class here in New Zealand that I guess that the, the young drivers can aspire to go to. This GT category is fantastic, but I mean it's going to take some of the, these drivers to, to bring some of the young drivers in alongside them. But you did right. The GT series is more about business people with money that can go and race half a million dollar race cars. So. 
Yeah, um, that's, it, not, that's uh, not easy for a young person. No, and, and budgets are, 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 are completely different. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, Formula Ford is back because if you, if you are a purist and want to watch wheel-to-wheel racing, there's probably none better than Formula Ford for a, a group of youngsters. No, look, it's, and look, my son, my son won a Formula Ford championship. We were there for three years, and he learned a lot, and it's certainly a great formula to, to be able to do that, lots of close racing. Um, and I think we're providing a similar thing in, in the touring car side of things from an 86 point of view. Um, we, we've definitely got some very close racing. We've got machinery that's very close, and it comes down to your ability to set your car up and, and race, race, it, race it well. So, um, yeah, no, it is good to see good to see some drivers in amongst it. Jeff, I'd, I'd love your thoughts on the fact that uh, Tony Quinn, uh, who, who owns Hampton, Highlands We Are, and now has picked up Topo, how important his and how great is his influence on New Zealand's motorsport purely because he just loves the game? Um, look, it's, it's pretty significant to have three tracks out of, out of eight in the country and certainly two of the North Island tracks and, and prominent tracks. Um, yeah, he's got a ma- massive influence in motorsport in New Zealand. Um, it's just, and, and it's great to see him helping some of the younger drivers with the Tony Quinn Foundation and the the academy that I've set up with Daniel Gaunt at Hampton Downs um, and obviously his involvement around supercars, we're going to obviously see some I'm sure some action with supercars wanting him wanting them to be at, at his tracks as well so I think it will have, have a major influence moving forward in the sport Is that, are you as a motorsport aficionado are you comfortable with one individual one company owning probably the three premier tracks in the country? Um, look, it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see. It, it, as as a promoter, it's, um, we rely on being able to have a business model where we can go and hire a circuit, put on a show, provide an event, and, and certainly we rely a lot on our competitive bases. We've got some great categories that have supported us over the years, but it's all relevant to cost. And, and obviously, when you have a monopoly situation in any, any business, I mean, it's just what you choose to do with it. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Tony has done a fantastic job with all of the facilities that he owns. I'm sure Taupo is going to get a big refresh and have some great facilities in there. And it was a pretty good track already, so yeah. he'll just enhance that. Um, I guess it's just I, it's it's their motivation as to where where they see the sport going and how they help to. Um, to grow the sport as well so yeah it'd be interesting to see over the next couple of years i guess people just want to see close racing if you're a motorsport fan you want to see close noisy racing there are two classes that i just want just to get your thoughts on watching the trans ams race in australia this year went now we're talking now we're talking is there is there any movement going forward to have a decent grid of trans am racing in this country um look so so ta2 or trans am racing um is something that our New Zealand V8 category tried to introduce and COVID had it the dead wrong time and I know that they need some help. I've, I've been in discussions with, with the V8 guys. It's definitely the class that I can see um, that is the most viable for a V8 category to move forward. Um, but there is still a... Like, you need you need a critical mass. You need 15 competitors yep. or 15 people to go, let's buy a car and commit to this category and let's get it going. Um, we've managed to do it with... With the, super, with the Road and Car Super GT Series for this coming year. So 
can we do a similar thing with V8? That's one of it's in my, in my planning boards for next season is that we actually put some real effort into doing something that we do create a class. And I think a V8 class is very relevant. That class is the class that, 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 that I think would work best. And then you've got a Trans-Tasman opportunity, obviously, with Australia as well, with the same spec car. And, and for people that don't really understand Trans-Ams, they're actually, shall I say, a cheaper form to get on the road. You're not having to spend uber money to run them, are you? Um, no, but it's, look, there's no escape, no sports, no. It's, 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 not a, it's not a cheap sport. No. It's the sort of thing that um, I wish, wish I had bought my son a set of golf clubs or something else. I might have had a few more beach houses or somewhere else. But um, V8, V8 racing, you're still talking that it's reasonably significant, but they've, they've created a formula that I guess is more affordable than, than what hmm. a, another V8 category where you can sort of buy your way by technology, so it certainly is, is a very good option. Uh, just one final thought: What do you what, what do you think of the idea of a radical racing series? You know that uh, Greg Brink, former Lamborghini Aston Martin man, is got bringing in radicals now. And I, I I think that would be fun, wouldn't it? Uh, look, sports. I think if you group that in as, as sports car racing, there's enough sports other sports cars around. I I have known a couple of Junos and raced raced the Juno for a couple of seasons. Fantastic cars. Um, and, and again, can create some amazing racing. So, again, I think that's just another category that's going to develop, and, and I guess we'll see the sorts of people that are going to own those cars. At the moment, it seems to be, again, business-like people, but it would be great to see some of the younger drivers um, come through that category, because they, they're certainly exciting to drive, and they're very fast. And our, sure. F, and our F2 driver, Liam Lawson, uh, uh, takes the Roden FZ for a spin this weekend, doesn't he, your way? Yeah, look, and that's going to be something that's going to be an amazing feature with our events um, where Super, Road and Super GT is racing at lunchtime. Um, Liam's going to drive the car. I've, met, I've not seen it in action, so understand it's like a Formula One car that we used to know with the with the great sounds and um, certainly very, very quick. Every, every track it's been to so far, it's broken records, and I know over the UK it broke, broke lap record over the year, and I think that's what they're going to do around the, around the country. Have you seen the F-Zero? That crazy F zero at all? Um, yeah, look, I, I went to their facility and it just blew me away. The, 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 what what they've got there and what they're doing and the F zero. I'm looking at these guards that were standing nearly as high as I I was, and, and yeah, no, it's it's, it's something um, very futuristic and. Great to see David Dick having a passion for doing, oh doing some extraordinary things. Does, does it not remind you of a wacky racer? You remember, remember the cartoon series, The Wacky Racers? Oh, look, very much so. Like you look at it, you kind of think, is this is this for real? Is this actually going to be? Um, but then when you start to talk to the guys and the technology and the design and the amount of engineers they've got there working on it, um, and and the and the great part was just how much of it's actually been made here in New Zealand. Like yeah. Pretty much every single component will be made um, south of Christchurch. And, um, yeah, certainly not, not a place you'd, <laughs> where, where you drive through and you would expect that you've, you've got that sort of technology coming out of, a, out, out of a place like that. David Dicker of Road and Cars as a real promoter of uh, New Zealand talent. Jeff, as always, a pleasure. Have a great weekend. I wish I could be there, but, uh, you know, other things in the way. So have a good weekend, bud. Thanks, Stephen. Cheers.